0: What is up? This is episode number uh, six, six, 16 for Food and Philosophy. This is take two, and I'll get to that in a second. We're still on The Prophet by Khalil Gibran. Hey, what's up, Anna? But well, first, the food got Ike's today. This is the Valentine's Day sandwich only available during February. This one's called I'll be your Valentine cuz I'll, you know, probably be your Valentine. It's got a sweet and sassy Jamaican jerk. It's a, definitely the heat lives on your tongue or in your mouth. A little bit avocado and chicken. I got this one on sourdough since the sandwich is on the slightly on the sweet side. This is in my personal top 10 of sandwiches. I'm going to eat this one or the vegetarian one every time I go to Ike's during the month of February. In fact, I literally had this sandwich for dinner last night. If you watch me on my social feeds, you would have saw that. Follow me everywhere, at Ike Shahada. On every single thing. Alright, one more bite. I love you too, Amelia. Alright. So, the reason why I said this is episode 16, take 2, is because I already filmed this episode. I already filmed this episode and a couple other episodes already. I love you too, Anna. However, the messages that I gave, apparently only the universe and the people in this room, plus me and whoever watched it live when I filmed it last time, got to hear it. Because after a day of shooting, the files got corrupted and not every episode saved. So, normally... This would suck. In fact, it does still kind of suck. I got stuff to do. I was not going to be where my studio is today for a month. And so I had two choices to make. One, not have an episode drop every week. And be like, F it. I'll come back. And then we'll restart whenever the episodes ran out. Or two, do whatever it takes to make sure that I put out one episode a week. And so, here the fact that I'm here right now, and that you're even going to listen to this one on time, as agreed with myself, is because I took the latter. And sure, I could be doing other things, and sure, it, like I wasn't going to be here. But what is it that you would like when stuff happens? Steven Pressfield in The War of Art talks about resistance. When things get in your way, does it actually stop you or do you move through it? Do you do what it takes or do you let the excuses be a real reason to not do what you said? And another way to look at it too, besides that, because we can look at it from all, a whole bunch of perspectives. From one perspective, yes, this sucks. And it's a bummer. I had some great freaking content. It was great. It was an amazing episode, obviously. I mean, it was me, right? It was a great op- episode and some some stuff came out of me that is probably never going to come out of me again. Like, I don't even know how to replicate it. I was attempting to go back through my notes, to go back through what I was talking about, And recreate this, but there's no way that I'm going to be able to recreate this. I have some notes, so those will likely be the same, but what's going to come out of me is going to be way different than what it was before. But changing the perspective and what benefit do I get out of doing this? Again, a second time, what benefit do I get out of the files, me doing some work and then having to come back and redoing my work? Because likely this has happened to you many times in your life. What benefits are there to that? One of the benefits is I get a redo. How often do we get a redo in our lives to do things differently? That's a benefit, and we'll see how the redo goes. Uh, another benefit is I get to talk about these same subjects. This is one of my f- this is my top three favorite books of all time. I get to spend an extra few hours on this book that I normally wouldn't. I get to go through these chapters again when I likely wouldn't get back to these chapters for another year or so, maybe six months but I get to do them again now. I get to re-perspective myself, go back and re perspectivize or I, oh, I don't know, have a new perspective on something that I literally just formed opinions on again just a few a, a few short uh, days ago. There's lots of things I can keep going down in perspective. So the Moral of this talk right now, before we start, is where have some kind of sabotage from the world or some things that you didn't want to have happen or some kind of tragic thing that happened, actually, from a different perspective, was a benefit to you? One way to get to that is just ask yourself, what benefit did this have for me? And the answer is never none. It's never, there's no benefit. There's always a benefit to everything. No exceptions ever. Uh Uh-oh, I just got canceled. All right, so back to the prophet. That's my uh, Twitter talk for today. And the weaver said, speak to us of clothes. And he answered, your clothes conceal much of your beauty yet they hide not the unbeautiful. And though you seek in garments the freedom of privacy, you may find in them a harness and a chain. Would that you could meet the sun and the wind and more of your skin and less of your raiment, For the breath of life is in the sunlight and the hand of life is in the wind. Some of you say, it is the north wind who has woven the clothes we wear. And I say, I, it was the north wind, But shame was his loom, and softening of the sinews was his thread. And when his work was done, he laughed in the forest. Forget not that modesty is for a shield against the eye of the unclean. And when the unclean shall be no more, what were modesty but a fetter and a fouling of the mind? And forget not that the earth delights to feel your bare feet, and the winds long to play with your hair. Speak to us of clothes. What's up, Corey? What's up, Taylor? I'm going to take a bite. This sandwich is freaking so good. Like, I know I say that probably for every egg sandwich, but this one is in my personal top 10. Your clothes conceal much of your beauty, yet they hide not the unbeautiful. Regardless of whatever it is that you are attempting to cover up here, he's talking about literal clothes, but also figurative clothes. What do you hide from the world? What are you hiding from the world right now? What things do you want the universe to not see? What do you want other people to not see is true, or at least that you think is true from your perspective about you? From your closest people what are you attempting to hide from them too not just the world but whoever's closest to you why do you feel that you need to hide these things what about you makes you think hey i want to hide these things what about the ideas that you made up about yourself or the world makes you want to hide these things the world itself is more free to be enjoyed When you bear yourself, like literally and figuratively, to be seen by all of humanity, all its inhabitants, for your all, for exactly who you are. Literally, just before I went on, had a conversation with somebody about this thing, things I've been posting in my story with these guys right here. And lately, I've been uh, embracing past self my past self a lot more and the reason why i didn't post in the past and i wanted to move away from that is because i'm worried about what it would mean about myself for the world if i did post like what people would say about my me and as such but the world doesn't want to see A curated version of yourself, which is basically what most social media is. It's us curated. It wants to see us unfeathered. It wants to see us bare. It wants to see us naked. So why is it that you're not doing that? What are the reasons? The world and every single person in it, especially those that are closest to you, wants you to be as bare again, as infettered as you possibly can be. They want that from you. In fact, you likely will never get feedback to stop being authentic. Has anybody ever told you, hey, stop being authentic. Stop being exactly who you are. No, likely when you're getting feedback from other humans is because you're doing things that are out of alignment with yourself but you're pawning them as yourself. You're you're showing it as, hey, look, this is me. It's a mannequin or a mask of you. The world and the people closest to you wants you naked. Wants you to be exactly how you are and taken exactly how you are. In fact, how can you be taken for exactly who you are if you don't show that? The world wants you, not this mask or this costume that you're wearing, it wants you. Um, And one final thing about, about this, imagine going out and wearing your costume, wearing your mask, whatever metaphor fits better for you, and then you're out there, and you're being what you think other people wanna be, or be what you think society wants to see, and then say you do it so beautifully well that everybody that you come in contact with is like, I love you, you are the greatest human being ever. Well, guess what? They're not going to like you. They're going to like this costume of you, this mask of you, this charade of you, this masquerade of you. And then you're going to end up resenting everybody or, or feeling like you need to be on all the time. I've certainly been around some folks and they mentioned that they always had to be on. I, in fact, I was one of those people where I'd be at Ike's and I'd be like, oh, I got to be this Ike thing. And then I. Moved away from that and like, oh, well, actually, wait, I'm Ike. Let me just be myself. And people that don't like it, that's fine. They don't have to. Not everybody's going to like you anyway. But I was resentful for people. Aren't you resentful for, for everybody, your job, whenever you are out there and you have to be on versus just be yourself? You get resentful when people. Even if they freaking like you and put you on a pedestal, you're not going to like them because you basically tricked them. And you got to be on all the time. And that's exhausting. One of the brilliant things about me being Ike of Ikes is I get to be myself for a living. The only time that ever sucked. Hey, Ike, why are you, uh, put, yourself on your, you know, put yourself on your shirt? Or put yourself as the logo. The only time it's ever sucked was when I was being what I thought other people wanted me to be. Or what I thought society needed. Instead of now it's, I'm going to be this. I don't care. I love you. Whoever just said they were my biggest fan. So speak to us of clothes. Drop your costume. Drop your mask. This ain't no charade, no masquerade be you, and let the people fall where they may. Let the chips fall where they may. Wouldn't you rather have everybody want you for you than want you for the fake you? But You also win, too, because you don't, it's, it takes zero energy to be yourself, but it takes so much energy to, to hide or mask or put clothes on, figuratively. And then I also think he literally wanted to see people naked, too. So yeah, I'm out for that, too. Less clothes. All right. Oh, my gosh. Do I even have enough minutes in this episode to do this one? I'm going to say no. (laughs) So we're going to end here in like a couple minutes because this next one on buying and selling is going to be get me canceled for sure or not for sure because I don't think being truthful is going to get me canceled, but it's going to take a while. So. Things don't matter. Nothing matters when it's only a matter of time. Your well-being is your greatest contribution to humanity. And there's no exceptions ever. I love you guys. I'm glad I got to do this again. Catch you next time.